Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 76 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raspberries, with my co-host, the Buck Grundle, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. What's up, Buck? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. I'm just relishing in the fact that almost all of our articles this week were submitted by by our friend Sadar. You're just, and, uh, you're just happy that you didn't have to do it. <laughs> I, 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 I really, really am. Hey, like, I got a question for you, buddy. Does, uh, does coffee what? taste better when you make it in your kitchen, but you put it in a plastic Starbucks cup? <laughs> you know what? I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I guarantee you that some dumbass has probably done done an experiment on it. Probably instead of like and, and, and instead of instead of like finding something useful, they were like, "Yes, I'm gonna bar graph the effect." And I bet you he even had like a control group of Starbucks, control group of like Maxwell. I, I could tell, whatever, man. So whatever. we know it's what our... the we know what the, the the topic of Buck's next video is gonna be. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it'll be it'll be either that or pairing of Doritos and ice cream. Um, I think that there's a lot of potential there. I think I just threw up in my mouth. I have a, You may have. You know, let me tell you something about Doritos. The, uh, you know the dust that gets all over your freaking hands? Oh, yes. Guess, yes, I do. Yeah, guess what? It doesn't have to be there. Oh, yeah, I know. It, it, it bears we nothing. Cut, we, there is nothing in the dust that gives it a flavor. They literally put the dust in there so that your hands get messy because that's what people expect from Doritos. You know what's great is that we should start our own little like uh, side, like side chart of stuff, like a list, and call it Raz Ruins dot dot dot. And you know because I believe that we've covered, and you've absolutely crushed. All, all, all of like my Dorito green dreams of grandeur in a previous episode. Yes, I was, I was actually privy to this little fact about Dorito dust. For you have already ruined it. Well, I, I'm, but either way, I'm, I'm man, still, I'm still the most proud about the Mountain Dew. I don't understand why. Because <laughs> people can never drink it again without the taste of it. Okay, 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 okay. So you're 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 happy about ruining it for maybe others because I don't even like Mountain Dew. Like if you had something soul crushing about Coke, we, we, didn't you? you I think I'm pretty sure you had a relative that uh, after they heard that, now they all they do is taste the orange juice, and they're pretty butthurt about it. But I, either way, well, we as we digress, let's get back into our gallery of rogues for this week and. See what we have here well, on the Social Liability Podcast. Our first uh, story is coming from the AP News. After a vote ends in tie, candidates to draw straws, basically. <laughs> this is happening in Portland, Maine. A ranked uh, choice ballot, which numbers were crunched by a computer, ended in a tie in a city council race. So the contest, so the contest will be decided by a low-tech solution, basically drawing straws. The election will be settled in front of in front of Portland City Hall when lots, something such as random straws, are drawn on Thursday. Officials have not decided by Wednesday afternoon what would serve as the lots. Uh, Portland is one of a handful of cities that uses ranked voting for local races. 
The method allows voters to prioritize candidates in races where there are more than two people running. If no one gets more than 50% of the total vote, a second choice vote comes into play. Uh, the Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday race for a uh, at-large council seat resulted in numeric tie between Roberto Rodriguez and Brandon Mazur. Uh, the two candidates both had 8,529 votes after the votes were calculated in a four-way race. The Portland Charter says the city clerk must determine the winner in public by drawing lots. <laughs> I think it'd be more dramatic if they flipped a coin. <laughs> You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. No, I no, mean, no. Like, I want to see them like come to, come together on the steps of City Hall, like they do in a football game on the fifty yard line, where the team has like the captain and their two guys with them, and maybe maybe the coach, and they all line up on one side. The city clerk just flips a coin. <laughs> this will yeah, be the heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. The clerk of courts can can uh, reprise his role as the referee. Mm. We can have the mayor. We can have the mayor there acting as coach. There, see, you know, see, this could be. Fun. I mean, like, this could be fun. No, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, I'm telling you what, man. We, oh wow, only on the social liability podcast, man. But I mean, like, I can't really argue with the logic here. I mean, I kind of. I kind of can because that it, what it, what it means is people voted for candidates three and four, so in most places they would have a runoff, and the general public would then decide which of the two candidates they favor over the other. Uh, so that that's in most places. The fact that their charter is still outdated and says, "Well, we're just going to draw lots," whatever. I mean, it, it streamlines the process. It's probably more. Um, fiscally responsible for the community because they don't have to hold another election and believe it or not even local elections are very expensive uh so i mean it, it is what it is that's what they choose to do and i just think i think they could make it more of a spectacle it's not going to happen that often it's probably never happened before so it'd be kind of interesting if they could just make a spectacle of it you know yeah, just a little bit of a self-promotion for the for the portland maine you know it, it really they did miss out on an opportunity there i can't disagree with you on that one well, but I'm not going to, I can't, there's I can't nothing to score. score. There's nothing to score. There's nothing to score. Our next story is coming out of U.S. News. Felony count over 43 cents worth of Mountain Dew is dropped. Yes. Pennsylvania prosecutors have dropped a felony charge against a man who underpaid for a bottle of Mountain Dew by 43 cents. The fact that some ass clown said, I'm going to charge this guy with a felony. He needs to be removed from office. Prosecutors in Perry County, and I haven't even read the goddamn story yet, and I'm saying that, so let's get, let's get into this. Prosecutors in Perry County dropped the theft charge against Joseph, uh, Polish guy, Sobolewski? Let's go with Sobolewski. Uh, 38, and huh. downgraded another charge. Uh, in August, Sobolewski went into the Exxon in Duncannon and saw a sign advertising 20, I'm sorry, yeah, 20-ounce Mountain Dew bottles for $3. He took one bottle, slapped a $2 on the counter for what he thought was a $1.50 soda, and walked out, not realizing the discount did not apply to a single bottle. Okay, so I read that wrong. It says advertising two 20-ounce bottles of Mountain Dew for $3. So he thought they were $1.50, put down $2, and rolled out. The bottle really cost $2.29, so tax included, he owed the store $0.43. Cents. 
State police found Sobolewski and arrested him on a felony charge. A judge ordered him held on a $50,000 cash-only bond. He was in jail for seven days before his public defender successfully argued for his release. Sobolewski had twice in the past ten years been charged with theft, once for not paying for a tank of gas and another for stealing a pair of shoes from a store. Under Pennsylvania's three-strikes law, a third theft charge must be a felony, regardless of the amount of value involved. He faced up to seven years in prison. District Attorney Andrew Bender did not answer emails or calls from the Patriot News, so Bileski did not return messages seeking comment. So Bileski told the newspaper it's great news that the felony was being dismissed. I feel I was treated unequally because I had a record. The newspaper previously reported that Subaliski had been charged with theft in Cumberland County earlier in the summer on suspicion of taking items from a Hobby Lobby with his wife. For that charge, his bail was set at $2,000, and he is applying for a diversion program there. Okay. Let's take, let's take the fact that this guy's an ass clown out of it. Under the three strikes law they have there for a theft charge, the third one's a felony no matter what. Okay, fine. But the fact that the state police hunted... The fact that the freaking clerk called the police over somebody not paying the taxes on a soda. Uh, and then the fact that the state police actually hunted this guy down. Drug him back there. And then did the charging documents. They wasted how much taxpayer money... How much for a 43 fucking cent oversight? It is very difficult to rally behind police when when these things happen. If I had been in that store, I straight up would have thrown two quarters on the counter and said, fuck off. Right. And I'm, I'm not saying that I was the guy. No, if I was like the next guy in line, here's 50 cents. Just don't waste the fucking taxpayer time. I, I I can't I cannot even begin to disagree with you on that one. So for that forty three cents, okay, we 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 can speak on this. He spent seven days in jail. On average, yeah. on average, it's cost about sixty dollars a day to house an inmate. So that was that that and that's before all inflation, man. Like that, that's that's an outdated number, isn't it? Well, no, because back when we did it, it was fifty two fifty. So I'm saying oh, okay. I'm saying about sixty bucks. Okay. Uh, so okay. then you got to factor in the fact that you know we had to send a we paid for a public defender too. Yeah. We paid for the uh-huh. public defender. We paid for the judge. We paid for the the court staff. We paid for uh, these fucking idiots. Right. Yes. And there's got to be prosecute oh, shoplifters. Prosecute shoplifters. Prosecute everybody that does that kind of stupid stuff. But one, it was a fucking mistake. The guy's an asshole. Don't get me wrong. He, he, he needs to be slapped around. But don't that waste my... could have happened to anyone. And don't waste my fucking money on this, you ass clowns. No, I'm giving, I'm giving, uh, I'm giving the state of Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth a five on that one, man. Yeah, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, you get a five. Mr. Sobolewski, you... You you get a hall pass. Man. No, no, Sobolewski's a piece of shit, too, so I'm going to give him a one just on principle. No, nah, I'm not even going to score him. I'm not. Because no, yeah. no, if, he, if he hadn't been such an arrogant little prick taking and throwing $2 out on the counter and just walking out, you know. Okay, 
You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll sway in that, in that one. No, I'm, I, I'm uh, giving him a score yep. just so he, just so he registers. I'll get, I'll, yeah, I'll give, I'll put him on the registry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our next, I'm gonna cough. Hang on. You're supposed to entertain people when I do that. Okay, so the next story is coming. Well, you're out. supposed to mute yourself. I did. It didn't. No, no. You can still hear me. The the public oh, can't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, you'll always hear me. They won't. Okay. Uh, the to- yep. next story comes out of the Toronto Sun. <laughs> Man lost legs in train accident. Loses bid for insurance money. Yeah. A 54-year-old Hungarian man lost both legs after being run over by a train has lost his bid <laughs> to get over $4 million in compensation. How do you get both your legs ran over by a train? <laughs> Lose your insurance claim? <laughs> What's that? Well, it gets better. The Pest, uh, <laughs> the Pest Central District Court ruled the defendant named only as Sandor C., uh, due to Hungarian's privacy laws, deliberately put himself in the train's path so he could collect the money. Not only that, but the defendant got a two-year suspended prison sentence and was ordered to pay $7,950 in legal costs. The finding in the ruling, very particular, uh, naturally, it isn't what I expected. I am disappointed. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I need to see... I need to see this through to the end. As it is, there is, it is not right, and the court may not feel the same way. The man who has been under investigation since July 30 of 2014, when he was run over by a train in the Hungarian village of not even going to try to say that, and had to have both his legs amputated from the knee down as a result of his injuries. Authorities became suspicious when they found out the defendant took out 14 high-risk life insurance policies in the year leading up to the incident. The defendant who uses a both wheelchairs and prosthetic limbs, countered that he took out the policies because financial advisors told him returns are better on insurance policies than savings accounts. Is that true? Uh, maybe in Hungary. But you know what? I mean, actually, kind of, sort of. In a, in a, yeah, just a bit. There's a lot that goes into that. We better not even like go off on that sidetrack. But short answer, yeah... Uh, yeah-ish. While authorities think his injuries were self-inflicted, he claims he lost his balance after stepping on a shard of glass and fell in front of the train just as it was leaving the station. To make matters more complicated, the train conductor initially said the defendant fell but later changed his story to say he threw himself in front of the train. Uh, The defendant used to install boilers, but his job ended when he lost his legs. (laughs) And says the... And says the injury and the court case have bankrupted him. He says he's now studying law with hopes of helping people who have been taken advantage of by big companies. I don't know if he'll be able to appeal his court decision. <laughs> oh. Okay, so real quick, I want to touch on this before anybody like gets too ass hurt on this. Life insurance is fucking life insurance. It is not a savings account. It is not an investment vehicle. You can't make deposits into it. You can't really withdraw money that readily and that easily. Like, you're supposed to do one thing with life insurance, and it's not going to benefit you. (laughs) Like, 
there's only one way to activate that policy. (laughs) And it doesn't involve you getting a fucking payout. So, in theory, yes, returns, like, by the numbers, can be a lot more profitable than that of a savings account. But a savings account is meant for you to accumulate money, for you to use, to save. Life insurance policy is something that you pay for and will never benefit from. It is solely for the benefit of others. So, eh. Anyhow, now that that little PSA is out of the way, this guy is a freaking idiot. In every sense of the word. <laughs> so do you think like, he, do you think he did it on purpose? Well, of course I do. Of course I think he did it on purpose. No wonder. You know what? He deserves. He deserves what he got. He shouldn't have a leg up on shit. Oh my god. But you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to give you the other button. There you go. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But no, man, no. I mean, like, come on, dude. Like, I stepped on a piece of glass. Why were you barefoot at the train station? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, come on. What are you doing? Like, man versus machine. And don't and don't give me the. Well, maybe he was poor. He took out fourteen life insurance policies. He's not poor. Yeah. In order to get those things, even like, it, in order for the ink to dry, you have to pay the first premium. Yeah. Like, he's got some money. You know? Guy's just hungry for a plan. So give him a score, then. Oh, God. I gotta give this guy three. I'll give him a three. Yeah, I can co-sign a three. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> As he wheels past me. I get a three, buddy. <laughs> you know what, man? I'll tell you what, I'd roll past that bitch and just drive him right into a fucking ditch. It's it's, it's funny you should say that, because our next story uh, is all over the news. Uh, This this version of it is coming from the Lad Bible. Uh, Bulgarian cyclist who knocked over five-year-old over a Christmas day, on Christmas day, suing family for defamation. Okay, so this is going to be kind of difficult. Because we're going to talk about it. But before the podcast started, I showed you the video of this asshole. He's riding down a path. It's a walking path or a sidewalk. I can't tell. And there is a woman and a child. And this guy rides by on his bicycle. Now, it is like the dead of winter. There's snow everywhere. And this asshole's riding by in his in his full bike attire. Like, this is what the guy does seven days a week, three times a day. You know the type. Matching gloves and helmet, you know, the whole thing. He rides by this little kid, and all of a sudden his left knee comes out. His He puts his toes up on the, the pedal and turns out his left knee and clobbers this kid in the back. And just keeps right on going. So, didn't stop, didn't say a word, just kept right on rolling. Now, keep that in mind as we read this story. A cyclist who was filmed kneeing a young girl out of his way on Christmas Day in 2020 in Belgium is now suing the five-year-old's father for putting the video online. The 62-year-old, who has not been publicly named, was filmed sticking out his knee and knocking over 
uh, Nia Mapasa, uh, over while she and her family were out on a walk uh, on, na- on a nature reserve last Christmas. Her father, Patrick Mapasa, caught the whole incident on camera and later shared it online, where many have criticized the actions of the cyclist, including me. He's now taking Mapasa to court over the footage shot that day in, uh, in Belgium. If you've ever watched the video, you might agree with the family of the child who said the knee was not accidental. I agree with the family. The knee was not accidental. The man didn't even stop after shunting her into the floor as she walked along next to her mother and instead just carried on cycling down the path. Uh, Speaking last year, her dad said he explained what happened to us and asked us to withdraw the police complaint, but he showed no remorse and did not apologize. Mapasa said he is not seeking revenge uh, on the man by posting the video on the internet, but rather wanted to raise awareness of a dangerous situation that occurs on roads. That's kind of a lie. You put it on there to shame the prick because the guy's a prick, and I don't fault you for that. Mm-hmm. He added, "A lot of people tell me that I should have hit him, but I don't agree, and <laughs> I don't agree. And in any case, it was in front of my children, which would have made things even worse for them. I don't want a witch hunt. I just want him to apologize." The cyclist was found after the video went viral and was seen by the public prosecutor's office and police. At a court hearing last February, the man said, When I was riding close to the girl, I felt my rear wheel sliding. To avoid a fall, I balanced myself with a movement of my knee. I I felt like I might have hit the girl, but I did not immediately realize she had been knocked over. You were so full of shit, dude. (laughs) He also told the judge there is not enough room to pass the girl. (laughs) But passed the girl by on the other side, and he was eventually not fined or sentenced. Here's a clue, asshole. Stop the bike. No, you're just being a fucking asshole because you think you're entitled to be there. And I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm not going to read to the end. You're a prick. He claimed the video has left him scarred and scared to leave the house and made him feel threatened in public. A lawyer from Apasa uh, said that we have the right to express ourselves. We have the right to post or have posted a video on the Internet. Some of this is translated stuff here. So in this case, we must check whether we have exceeded the limits of the freedom of expression. The two parties are expected to meet on November 18th, with the case set to be heard early next year. My God, man, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sue you now. Because you caught me being an asshole. Man. (laughs) (laughs) He literally has the smoking gun in his hand, and he's still like, nah. (laughs) No, that wasn't it. It wasn't me. But no, yeah, but, but no, no, dude, I, was, I, was starting, like, I was starting to fall. No, he didn't. Watch no, the video. Look no. at, go out, watch this video. It has never been more apparent to you that this guy is full of shit after you've seen this video. Right. And you know what? The only way he could have saved face and got out of that is if he would have like skid his bike to a stop and been like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, why would you do that on camera? Like, what, do you think you weren't going to get caught? Like, what? what? Oh, my gosh. Uh, what? A... Defamation of character? You know what? You, 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 
you, you behave like that in public, you kind of deserve to have like a little bit of fear of God putting you get going out of your house. So if you look maybe at the video, you can you can see his tires don't move. You can see the asshole actually looks to his left, puts his knee out, clunks the girl, and then immediately looks forward and keeps going. And he didn't like yeah. give her a little tap either. He his knee is in a square her back. Right. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way that that was like, no. Like, what he's describing, it's like somebody trying to go up in, in front of, like, a judge and doing, like, a road, like, a road reconstruction on, like, the little boards. Like, guy's like, no, you know, my back tire slipped. It's like, no, you're, 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 you're caught. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Guilty. You're a dick. You know, done. Buy that kid some ice cream. All right, I'm going to give this guy... uh, I want to give him a four. I do, too. He didn't kill anybody, but he did hurt a child. And then he had the audacity to try to blame the victim. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. And fuck you. And we're back with part two. And we have another one here, Buck, that's kind of video-based, but I'm going to ask that you try to give this justice when we get to it. Woman complained soup was too hot, threw it at employee's face, restaurant manager says. No, the restaurant manager didn't say shit. The video says it all. Police are investigating a disturbance at a Texas restaurant from Sunday in which a woman threw spicy soup in the restaurant employee's face. According to investigators, a woman called... Uh, what the hell is that? Sol de uh, Jalisco? Jalisco. Jalisco. There we go. Sol de Jalisco. Restaurant and temple to complain about an order she had picked up. People say women... Uh, the, so the woman was upset that the soup she ordered was hot and that the plastic lid had melted. When she started cursing restaurant manager Janelle Brolin, uh, she said she hung up. She called back a second time and got put on hold while Brolin uh, said she was helping customers. That's when officers say that she went inside the restaurant. Brolin said the woman then continued to curse at her. So I put my phone away and said, ma'am, I can still help you. Those were my exact words. I said, ma'am, I can still help you. I just asked her to not talk to me that way. She literally grabbed the cup and threw it right at me in that moment. Surveillance video shows the woman throwing the soup in Brolin's face. She said the soup was not as hot as it was when it was served, but it was still warm. <laughs> wow. Uh, it was an order of menudo? Menudo? Menudo. Oh, man. The menudo is so good. A spicy Mexican soup. So Brolin says the spices burned her eyes and gave her two separate nosebleeds. The woman has been banned from the restaurant and charges have are being filed. So if you watch the video of this shit she comes in puts down and it's a good size big styrofoam container full of soup uh easily like the as tall as a um it's a quart it's a quart yeah it's It's a a quart of soup probably is uh she takes the lid off and she's upset that the lid had melted i want to go to a restaurant and get cold soup of course it's fucking hot you dumbass well, then she's like, look, it melted the lid. Okay, what do you want? You want a new lid? <laughs> I mean, seriously, what does she want? What does she want to accomplish here? And then the woman what, says... You eat it in your car? 
And how does it help? What does that affect the lid? So the woman's like, all right, what do you want? And she just throws it in her face. And then, like, literally, she, like, her, she likes her scurrying out the door. Her fucking little uh, dipshit boyfriend is, like, right on her heels, too. Like, oh, shit, we better get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'll tell you, like, this was not, like, a casual, like, throwing the soup, like, tossing it. No, she like, she's no. right in this he chick's o- face. Right, like, the soup, like, was like a title. It was like a soup tsunami. Like, there was nothing. There's nothing this poor restaurant manager could have done to, like, take evasive action. Like, the, the it was thrown from, like, probably a distance, like, point-blank range. Yeah. And it was just, like, come on, man. I mean, come on. Well, it did kind of look like a bukkake, but still. <laughs> well, I, come on, that was my—that was a good one. I'm giving myself a rim shot on that one. Come on, yeah. <laughs> of course, you give yourself a rim shot on bukkake. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I get? I get one of these. Oh yeah. Okay. Bum bum bum. <laughs> no man, like. Seriously, come on, dude. I mean, why over a lid? She absolutely oh. needs to be criminally charged. Criminally charged, not a fine. This chick needs to spend some time in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, somebody needs to slap that bitch on the nose. Like a bad puppy. Just throw her ass in the pen. A.K.A. jail. Or, and be done or... With I counter it by also saying they could strap her ass down to a table and let the restaurant manager pour soup on her face. Yeah. Yeah. The soup of the manager's choice and the temperature of the manager's choice, not to exceed the temperature that was when they served it. With extra habaneros. Oh, fuck yeah. That's why I said the soup of the manager's choice. Oh, yeah. And she has to wear it for an hour. <laughs> Well, you know, ordinarily, I would give this an hour. You, you're, you're, you're being nice today, man. An hour, but no. Um, ordinarily, I would, I would give this kind of just general Karen esque behavior a three at minimum. But I mean, like this shit that she threw in this lady's face, like menudo. That's First off, is delicious, and second off, like I mean, like it's it's not like five alarm spicy, but it's definitely not something you want in your fucking eyes or in your goddamn nose. I mean, come on, dude! Like, come on, this woman gets a four, in my opinion, just because of the amount of damage she could have done to another person. Yeah, and I'm gonna give her I'm gonna give her dipshit boyfriend a three. Like, <laughs> just you know what? being present. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, seriously, like, you know, I can understand being, but even, even when I was married to, to a Karen, like, there were lines that I did not allow my ex-wife to cross in public. I'd be like, no, 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 no. We're done, we're done, we're done here, we're done here. (laughs) No, excuse me, everybody, we are sorry, and we, we ourselves, thank you. That, That, like, that shit's happened before. But. No, no. So she gets a four, he gets a three. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, our next story comes from, you guessed it, the Tampa Free Press. And that also means... Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. Florida's paradigm. Look out. Here comes Florida man. A Florida man who was behind bars was charged last week with aggravated battery by an inmate after battering a fellow inmate. Uh, Detention deputies responded to the duo cell Thursday night as Christopher Callen, 33, grabbed his 57-year-old roommate by the shirt and punched him several times. According to deputies, Callen, 33, beat his cellmate because the man, quote, farts too much, stinking up the cell. (laughs) Callan also told deputies that his cellmate fails to give courtesy flushes and speaks in weird languages. The victim was taken to Lowkey's Medical Center where he was treated for two missing teeth and a broken rib. The victim told deputies he didn't know why Callan attacked him. Callan and the victim remain in jail in separate cells. And here's the here's the, the affidavit of probable cause. On November 4th, 2021, at 2109 hours, while on duty in Monroe County, I responded to the Key West jail for a battery against an inmate. When I arrived, I met with the suspect, identified as Chris Callen, and asked him about what had occurred post-Miranda. Chris made several nonsensical statements that I could not correlate with the incident. Chris only made three statements of relevance. Chris stated that his cellmate identified as Armando Dominguez, which wasn't even the guy's name, uh, <laughs> farts too much, stinking up the cell, and Armando fails to give a courtesy flush and speaks in weird languages. It was all the information I was able to gain. <laughs> There's a lot of ground to cover here, even though it was such a short article, and I will start by saying this. Courtesy flush is the fucking law. Indeed when it you is. Are sharing, when you are sharing... A, a, a room that small with another grown ass motherfucking man, you will courtesy flush. You will courtesy flush. I remember being an officer on the block and having to instruct other inmates on this. So it was like, no, 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 your cellmate, he's got a legitimate gripe, and he's gonna he's gonna kick your shit in if you don't start the courtesy flush. I don't care if I don't care what Mama said. I don't care if that's how you were raised. I don't care if you think that you're not going to change. I promise you, you will either convert or fight. Like, this is Chronicles of Riddick style shit. Like, there is there is etiquette and there are consequences. And that is what happened here. Yep, go ahead and put your shoes on because this is going down. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, but... I'm, your, I'm not sure what... The, I'm, I'm, and start packing your own fucking shit up. Yeah, like because because if your stuff's cleanly packed, I guarantee your inventory will go a lot smoother once you go to the hole. Indeed, it will. I, I used to love those. It, it wasn't premeditated, but you get there, their shit is actually all lined up. Sometimes they even have an inventory written and laid on top. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So, but what do we want to give this Florida man though? Because I think he had a legitimate gripe. No, I'm. You know what? I, I'm not going to score him. I'm not going to score him. I don't care what anybody says. He's already in jail. He's obviously been trying to convey to this man that he needs to courtesy flush. 
you know, farting. I mean, like, I'm sorry, dude. There's, there's not a lot we can do about that. That is part of people's biological imperative. Throw a blanket over your ass. But either way, I'm just saying, like, you know, but courtesy flushing, courtesy flushing, you gotta, you gotta, you get, oh, no, 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 man. You better toe the line on that courtesy flush. I'm not, I'm not going to score this guy. I'm just not going to do it. All right, our next story comes from another friend of the show, and I say that with all due sarcasm. This is being reported by KFOR. Ted Cruz says Big Bird getting COVID vaccine is government propaganda. Uh, A seemingly innocent post by Sesame Street icon Big Bird encouraging children to get the COVID-19 vaccine sparked controversy among some conservative figures on Twitter. Can we just make a law that you know, politicians aren't allowed on social media. They, they seem I wish to, we were. It doesn't matter what side you're on. They seem to get themselves in trouble more often than anything else. The Sesame, yeah. the Sesame Street icon and fictional character posted on Twitter Saturday that he got his coronavirus vaccine. This was part of a collaboration between Sesame Street and CNN, who had a town hall for families with the show's characters. CNN journalist Erica Hill and Dr. Sanjay Gupta of COVID-19, uh, on the COVID-19 vaccine Saturday morning. And a tweet said, I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a bit sore, but I'll give my, it'll give my body the extra protection boost that keeps me and others healthy. Uh, it says, Miss uh, Erica R. Hill, I'm guessing that's another character, uh, even said, I've been getting vaccines since I was a little bird. I had no idea. It's fucking Big Bird. Uh, The program uh, coincided with the first COVID-19 vaccines being given for children between the ages of 5 and 11 this weekend. For many people, the tweet was well-received. One Twitter user even pointed out Big Bird's history of educating children on immunizations in the earlier days of the show. However, others, including Texas Senator Ted Cruz, didn't view Sesame Street's cast involvement in promoting COVID-19 vaccine quite as kindly. Cruz called Big Bird's tweet government propaganda for your five-year-old. And he even posted this meme uh, gif of a, a door getting kicked in and a guy in a Big Bird costume just standing on the other side. It says, Big Bird comes over to vaccinate your kids. The, se- the senator later tweeted Sunday afternoon poking fun at the backlash he got for the propaganda uh, saying liberals were triggered by Big Bird. Cruz hasn't, uh, oh, I'm sorry, wasn't the only one to speak out against the Big Bird vaccinations. Uh, Laverne Spicer, uh, Laverne Spicer, I'm sorry, the uh, Republican candidate for Florida's 24th Congressional District also condemned the town hall. Man, wait until political, um, wait until anti-vax politicians find out about how R2-D2 and C-3PO tried to encourage vaccination in 1978. Almost like it's not, it isn't a new thing, and the programs that cater to kids want to keep them safe and healthy, uh, said Dr. Tara C. Smith. And there is a picture from a, a full-page ad that was in a magazine. It says, Parents of Earth, are your children fully immunized? And it has C-3PO and R2-D2. We've been doing this for years, folks, and guess what? Kiss my ass. Uh, Sanjay Gupta pushed drugs, vaccines, to kids on Sesame Street is now the cringiest, most shameful thing I've ever seen. Why are they lying to us? Uh said that uh, Republican candidate for the 24th district. What? (laughs) However, 
Wow. Florida political strategist uh, Anna Navano, I can't pronounce this name, issued a statement on her own saying that Republican politicians complain about how Big Bird are acting like five-year-olds. Oh. Oh, my Lord. The, the, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, just, I'm completely, it, it, I'm, I mean, I'm embarrassed for us as a fucking nation from these ass clowns. I really don't have anything else to contribute more than more more than that man um i I mean come on people this is the hill we're gonna die on like this this is it this is our white whale vaccines you know of all the shit that we're gonna rally behind and fight against we're gonna fight against something that is supposed to help us not supposed to does does okay I will amend that. I like to I like to shy away from making those types of statements because I'm not qualified. But you know what? Based on based on the numbers, based on the literature, yeah, it is something that does help us. And that's and we're gonna fight against that. We're gonna fight against that. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, oh my it, gosh, we're all dying from this disease. What do we do? What do we do? Well, uh, you know, completely you know, help you out. No, 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 no. You're, 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 no, no, no. You, we want help, but you have to help us the way that we want you to help us, not the way that you're able to help us. Yeah. Like, hmm. Um, yeah, no, buddy. No, 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 no. And using, like, rallying up against a, a, a Sesame Street character? I mean, come on. Come on. You know, if... It, Buck, here's it it just it it amazes me is he's is everything is if you are a republican you are all vaccines are the devil if you're a democrat they're 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 a gift from god and there's no guess what vaccines have been around for decades you know hundreds of years at this point and here here's the whole thing i'm more conservative than i am liberal everyone knows that but you motherfuckers, I can, I can, I'll say conservative, but I won't say Republican anymore because these fucking idiots are, are just trying to, to, you're trying to build a constituency to get yourself into the presidency. But guess what? Your constituents are all going to fucking die off because your stupidity. Yeah. I mean, you can't round up the truth, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, the numbers don't lie. It, it, this shit's saving lives, and now you're going against it. You know, people people are lucky. We live in a world where we live in a country where this shit's allowed. There are places in this world where this kind of talk gets your fucking get your ass killed or thrown in a freaking labor camp. Well, here's the thing: in any normal situation, I would say you're an idiot. Here's a four just for being stupid. But no, you're you're a, you're a politician. You have a political voice. You have a voice gr- gr- louder than most people. So fuck you. Take your five and shove it up your ass. Yep. Moving along. <sighs> so the next story uh, is also from KFOR, uh, Oklahoma's News Four. Name a group of complete idiots. California school investigating controversial question on history quiz. So we go from the, the 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 conservatives being dumbasses. Now let's go to the liberals being asshats too, shall we? Uh, Rockland, California. A California high school was investigating after a screenshot surfaced of a controversial question that parents said included 
that was included on a history quiz. Whitney High School, located in the Sacramento suburb of Rockland, released a statement Saturday saying it would investigate the quiz. The question supposedly asked reporters to identify, quote, a group of complete idiots. The options shown were the KKK, all of Florida, Fox News, and Texans. These stories have gone in one ear and out the other, said Jessica, uh, whatever her name, it doesn't matter, who shared the screenshot in question on social media. It sounds unbelievable. One parent who wished to remain anonymous said the one-sided political comments have been an ongoing concern with this teacher. The question on the test is really blatantly obvious, and that's out there. Uh, there have been the fir- this hasn't been the first time there has been the, 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 this hasn't been the first time it's been looked at of him crossing the line. Parents said the teacher also made comments that are mostly directed against the Republican Party. Uh, we all have different beliefs. This is the United States, and we all come from different backgrounds, and everyone should be okay with who they are. In a letter uh, to the parents, Whitney High School said that they share the parents' concerns and are investigating. So the whole, well, we're investigating means nothing. We all know that. It doesn't matter what, you're, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. They're not going to do anything. Nobody ever does. They're going to say, you dumbass, don't do that again. But I am so disgusted by the way this country has divided itself. I really am. Mm, yeah. Yeah, kind of me too. If you, you can, know? Buck, if you can look me in the eye right now and say, I agree with everything that political party A says and I don't descend with what their message is in any way, shape, or form. And I honestly believe everything that political party B says is wrong, and they, they should be, you know, eradicated from this earth because of their beliefs. I will look at you. I will call you a fucking moron sheep, and I will move on and never speak to you again. There is no, okay. there is no way that any anybody's ideologies conforms with some political party's message right down the line but we're acting like it does yeah that's that's essentially it and um you know i i i honestly believe that there's a lot of cahooting going on behind the scenes like call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever you know going a little off topic here for a second but i i think this is all smoke and mirrors i think this political divide and uh you know whatever pitting people against each other that's that's all just a smoke and mirrors thing and there's something else going on behind the scenes that we don't know about i i can't i i just i almost hope that that's the case because if not i have very low expectations for humanity like i believe i believe that we will extinguish our own existence if if this is if this is the uh, if this is the norm, it's disgusting. It really is. I'm I'm apolitical. I don't follow political party A or B. I just flounder through the fucking sea of life with a smile on my face. But boy, oh boy, man, when we get stuff like this coming, like come on, man, this 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 teacher, they're responsible for like f- like you know forming the minds of our youth. Like you got to remember. The people that are sitting there in your classroom are gonna fucking replace you, dude. Like that's that's what we're looking at, and and that's how you're behaving. Okay, very true. 
I'm not sure who to score on it. Um, let's just score the teacher, I guess, and I'm going to give him a two and a half. No, I, I, I'll go with that. Okay. Okay, Buck. This is the one story this week that I picked. This is from WKBN. Ohio judge suspended for ordering spectator to take drug test. Buckle up. A court spectator's refusal to take a drug test laid, laid, led to the suspension of an Ohio judge. The Ohio Supreme Court announced that Tiffin uh, Forstoria Municipal Court Judge Mark Rep would be suspended for one year without pay as a result of placing a woman in contempt of court for her refusal. In a unanimous opinion, the Supreme Court ruled that Rep violated four rules governing the professional conduct of Ohio judges and lawyers, including failure to perform all judicial duties fairly and impartially. Judge Rep was elected uh, to the municipal court in 2002. In 2013, uh, Tiffin and uh, Fostoria, the two districts in that area, combined into one municipal court, and Rep had been the sole judge for that court since its inception. The court also operates a drug po- program called Participating in Victory of Transition, Pivot. In March of 2020, a man was arrested for violating terms of his probation and failing to appear at Pivot. It was He was to appear in Judge Rep's court via video from the Seneca County Jail where he was being held. The man's girlfriend went to Rep's court uh, to Rep's courtroom to observe the arraignment and hearing. While other cases were proceeding, Rep addressed the woman on several occasions, suggesting that she may have been using drugs. The court video showed the woman sitting quietly in the back of the courtroom, bringing no attention to herself. According to the Supreme Court, the woman did not have a case before Judge Rep was not on probation and had not been charged with or convicted of a drug-related case. However, Rep had read the police report regarding the man's case and noticed the girlfriend was in the car with him when he was arrested. Judge Rep paused, hearing uh, other cases, and announced to the court that he thought the woman was under the influence. He stated, I want her drug tested. The bailiff directed the woman to the probation department, and she requested a lawyer when she was told by a probation officer she had to have a drug test. The officer told her she was not eligible for a appointed lawyer because she had not yet been charged with a crime. So, you got this judge who's trying to say that she needs to have a drug test ordered by the court when she has not been convicted or even charged with a crime. Keep that in mind. When she refused to take the test, she was ordered back to Judge Rep's courtroom. When the woman re-entered the courtroom, she told the judge she refused to take the test because she did not think she had done anything to be in trouble. Judge Rep stated, Well, you came into my courtroom. I think you're high. You're in trouble. The woman responded, Okay, I'm not, though. When she refused to be drug tested, Judge Rep found her in contempt of court and told her that she was sentenced to 10 J's in jail and she could talk about this again if she took a drug test. The the court's opinion stated the woman experienced uh, several indignities while in custody. She was required to take a pregnancy test. And then a female officer conducted a full body scan that allegedly detected anomalies that the officer believed could have been contraband in the woman's body. A male officer then reviewed the nude scans of the woman. She was then handcuffed and transferred to the Mercy Hospital for a second pregnancy test and body scan. The hospital scan found no contraband and she was returned to jail. The court ruled that Rupp's actions were an abuse of judicial power. 
We agree the board's assessment and conclude that a one-year suspension with no stay will be the best protection for the public and send a strong message to the judiciary that this type of judicial misconduct will not be tolerated. Judge Rep will also be required to pay for the cost of the disciplinary proceedings. He needs wow. to be... No. I am going to disagree with the uh, that court wholeheartedly. That motherfucker needs put in jail. Yeah, no shit. That was a complete and disgusting abuse of power. Like that, man. How can somebody... How can you judge the law if you're gonna... No, man. This man either has no regard for the law or doesn't know it well enough to be to be sitting in that chair. This is why I'm not in but law enforcement. This is why I'm not involved in law enforcement anymore. This kind of shit right here. It... My God. <laughs> ten days... Of... Yeah, and what else happened to this poor one? So you go to, you go to jail for ten days. What's one of the... What, how's, what's that effect? Would she have kids? We don't know. But if she did, who's taking care job. of the kids? She has a job, job, presumably. Does she lose her job? You know, where, how did she get there? Did she drive there? Was her, was her car outside? Was her car towed? Um, uh, yeah. Are all the groceries I mean, in her house gone bad now? I mean, there is so many. Does she have a pet? What happened to her dog? <laughs> right. You, a judge cannot, cannot just say, I am judge, jury, executioner, and fucking God in this room. And I'm going to say that you have to do something or I'm going to throw your ass in jail. Judges have a broad, broad authority when it comes to filing contempt charges. But guess what? You actually have to have contempt for the court in order to be charged with contempt. Yeah. So, oh, we're going to suspend this guy for a year. No, what you're doing is you're basically telling him, dude, you need to retire. That's what happened here. They're just saying, That's dude, you need to retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the, knowing this kind of hubris that this fucking judge has, I bet you anything the cocksucker just decides, well, I'll just sit out my year, and then uh, I'm going to come back. More than likely. I'm just going to come back with, like, he's going to swing that gavel, too. This piece of shit. This piece of shit needed put in jail. Put in jail, removed from office, and barred from holding public office again. I, I, uh, man, <laughs> just because of the, no, the, the it, just because of the sheer power that a judge holds, I'm giving this ass clown a five. Oh, I can't. I can't. I. If we had, if we had a higher score, I'd give it to him. Yeah, five all the way. Oh my! God. Like I can't, I can't even find something funny to 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 riff on with this man. I mean, like this, this, this is this, just is, bad. this is okay. So this is under this podcast is under the entertainment category. It's not under the comedy category, but we typically try to keep it funny. We try to find something. What can we make fun of here? I picked this story just because I was so fucking outraged when I saw it. I was so well, no, fucking outraged. I, you know what? I mean, people, people like that need to be put on blast. That's just it. At the end of the day, man. I mean, guy, you either need to be a great example, 
you know, like they got those videos no, no, on you, Facebook. You're going to be a great example or, of either what to do or, or what not to do. You either need to be a great example or a terrible warning. Yeah, that's it. Go. That's, you know, what? I got to tell you, my mom comes up with some good sayings and that's one of hers. A great example like, or a terrible warning. I like it. Yep. Yeah. And that, and, you know, my mom. I want, I want that on a t-shirt. I want it to say, either be a great example or a terrible warning, Mama Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, or uh, I have the heart of a child. It's in a jar under my sink. Oh. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> That's why my kids never get out of bed or misbehave when they're over at Nana Lisa's. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nana Lisa's. <laughs> Okay, folks. Well, that is unfortunately all we have for this week's episode. You can catch us on so many platforms. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, in the near future, we're considering starting up a Patreon. That might be a thing. But as of right now, it's not. Because the Social Liability Podcast costs you exactly what, Buck? Attention. Yeah, it costs attention. You don't have to pay us a dime. We get all this free free podcast. What, what, what more can you bitch about? Um, the only thing we do ask you to do is tell a friend. You know, try to help us get our numbers up. Get us out there. You know, I had a yeah, pretty much. I, I had a a very lengthy conversation with somebody uh, just the other day about uh, what it takes to get this kind of platform off the ground. And you know, the fact that the, the I'm not even going to say their name, but it's somebody very, very, very prominent on the internet. And uh, she was telling me that you know, for four years she did it full time while working a full-time job before she saw a dime and we're not here to make money. We're here to have fun. Uh, but you know, fun for me is seeing that number slowly go up. So <laughs> if you could help me have a little bit of fun in my life, I would appreciate it. Same. Right on. I, yeah. All right, folks. So I've been the Razgrees with Buck Grundle. Have a good week.